Do you have any other questions? Well, there, there is one. Sure. Your followers of divinity mentioned something or other about wanting to have more gods in the world because more gods equals more good. How exactly does one apply to be a god? Well, that is a bit of a difficult question. I suppose, as of now, it depends upon the deity. I suppose another way would be to be born divine. Um, as for signing up, it's not a matter of signing up for a list. I don't have a spell that uh, will make you divine. We have some ideas upon how to increase the divinity in the world through various means and methods. And uh, if you would like to join our order and learn more about how we plan to accomplish this goal, you are absolutely welcome here, and I would love to explain it to you. This sounds like the godliest pyramid scheme. You see, standing in the shadow, two figures wearing very bad hats that have black silk veils uh, dropping down to protect them from the sunlight. You hear a voice. Do you think that a wizard would not use some manner of divination or clairvoyance to ascertain the location of their hired blades? To think that a member of the Estiero family would betray the Lumi clan? Jerusalem, I hope you know that once I am finished with you and I have reclaimed my daughter from these cultists, your parents will be the first to know of your underhanded business dealings. Betray? Clearly there's been some sort of miscommunication here. Luxavelle, maybe you should have hired us to take ourselves down. <laughs> Obviously we do a better job of it. <laughs> Damn! You don't um, know where she is, but, like, you just hear a <laughs> of, like, danger and real, like... <laughs> exactly. The first... <laughs> um, Jerusalem, what would you like to do on your turn? Let's see. I'm going to attack. Um. Let's see. I'll probably do it with my rapier, since they're close. And that is going to be... I'm looking for one of my... I can't do my assassinate because they already took a move. They took a move yes. before me, and I mm-hmm. had 20. They got <sighs> yeah. 21. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I can at least try and do a sneak attack, because I'm uh, assuming. Yeah, Lois and Kaya are next to you. They came and ran up to you, so an ally is within five feet. Yeah. I'm just looking, how can I maximize damage? All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use my rapier. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? Never mind. I got a ten. <laughs> Unless their armor is crap. <laughs> no. Uh, you swing at Comet because Comet kind of looked like a doofus earlier, but Comet kind of like spins down, and your sword, your rapier, lands on their wide-brimmed hat, and um, Comet spins the hat, which spins your rapier off. <laughs> and making it, like, fly wide to the left. Uh, oh, so I lose my rapier as well? No, you're holding on to your rapier, just the attack. The blade. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't uh, take or destroy a weapon unless you rolled a nat 1. Okay, and I would like to also use my cunning action. 
yeah, you can dash, disengage, or hide as a bonus action. Um, yeah. I will say, um, there's not a lot to hide with here. No, I probably won't hide. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Unfortunately, flanking doesn't have a mechanic in this game. Uh, it, ju- it just gives you advantage, pretty much. Uh, and that's and it's an optional rule, even. Hide behind Kaya, she's twice your size. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, isn't that like the rule for hiding? That it has to be twice your size or something <laughs> if you're hiding behind a person? Kaya isn't a box. Kaya has, <laughs> yeah, like, legs and things. <laughs> yeah. Unless you, like, um, hop onto the side of Kaya, Kaya stands sideways, and you're, like, <laughs> holding on to the strap. Oh my gosh, I'm just imagining the sketch of that, of, like, <laughs> just, like, Captain America behind his shield. Yeah. <laughs> no, my mind went to planking the idea of just planking. <laughs> just, like, Plank oh, behind oh. Kaya's torso on Kaya's back. <laughs> no, um, Bad, actually. Can I dash to the other side of um one of the twins to kind of flank them? Yeah, which one do you want to move behind, Comet or Abner? They're the same thing. Uh, no, they are not. Uh, <laughs> Comet is the younger, brasher one that talked to you guys earlier. That was like kind of a polite boy, but like emotional. And Abner was the silent, stoic one that is like a little bit older and is like tired of competing for his mother's affection. They are not the same. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm flanking the younger one. Comet. I'm flanking Comet. Okay. Um,. You, like, whip uh, after your rapier, like, goes wide because of Comet's uh, weird hat trick. You then just, like, shadow step behind Comet. Um, all right, Lois. Okay. Um, first off, he's, uh, he's gonna go, man, believe me when I say that we had a plan in mind. I swear, it was just, when you ha- it was a lot of demons going around, and it was a bit difficult to try to isolate her, so obviously we would have had a plan to bring your daughter back home. Um, I would love it if you could roll, uh... Persuasion? Yeah, I guess, like, is this, like, the truth? Were you guys it, planning on, like, double-crossing Maribel? Definitely. No. Okay. That was Jerusalem's idea, at least. I was gonna say, Jerusalem's idea, okay. and... Roll Persuasion with disadvantage. Kaya yeah. would've been lying if Kaya said that, but... Yeah. <laughs> with my disadvantage roll, I still got a 22. Woo! Okay. Um, uh, there is a moment of silence, and then Luxabelle goes... Regardless, a lesson must be learned. I will be merciful upon you, Lois. But I'm afraid (laughs) that Jerusalem and his muscle do not share the same sentiments as you. That was exactly what Jerusalem was trying to say earlier. Lois, do you want to do anything with your turn? Um... Jerusalem's like highly offended because Lois just said exactly the same thing Jerusalem did. Okay, but you weren't kissing up to her ass. I know. I did like, the groundwork for this motherfucker. Jerusalem's still offended. Lois didn't stop Luxabel. I want to be clear. Even no. a 22 persuasion in a fight against a person that has been watching you double cross them, like, that is not necessarily going to, like, 
instantly smooth things over. This fight is still happening. Yeah, Lois just has a choice now. Uh, Riley, I will say that if I ha- uh, if I had gotten with advantage, it would have been um, a twenty four. Just wild. so you know, <laughs> truly wild. Um, and so I think. I'm trying to think of what it could be because that's kind of... You can either sit back because you're going to have mercy or keep fighting and lose that mercy. I know! And Lois really wants... Uh, um, there is Mantle of Inspiration. It's a bonus action, so it gives... Uh, you can expend on use of your Bardic Inspiration to get yourself a wondrous appearance. When you do so, choose a number of creatures you see and that can see you within 60 feet of you up to a number equal to your Charisma modifier. Each of them gains five temporary hit points. Uh, so that when a creature gains these temporary hit points, it can immediately use its reaction to move up to its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. Sure. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, that is a bonus action, so mm-hmm. I'm not even done yet. So I assume you give uh, temporary hit points to... Kaya and... Uh, Kaya and Jerusalem. Jerusalem, especially. Yeah, I don't think this applies to you. No. So Jerusalem now is at 22. Um, overall, no, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep the, t- uh, temporary hit point, uh, points separate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say Lois steps back because fighting really isn't his forte, but, and he does want that mercy at the same time. He's not just going to sit idly by. He pulls out his, um, Hammered Dulcimer and Aurora and just starts playing a kind of like fight song. <laughs> and I'm going to give you all Bardic Inspiration. You can give one person Bardic Inspiration. Who do you love more? Um, Kai is about to go next, but also Jerusalem might need it. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm trying to think of. Um, Probably Kaya, just because Lois <laughs> likes Kaya more. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Uh, Kaya, you gain 1d6 of Bardic Inspiration that you can add to an attack roll. Uh, you can't add it to damage, though. Uh, or a saving throw. You can add to attack or a saving throw. Alright. Oh, Lois, roll, roll the d6 now, actually. It's a two. It's a, it's a two. So you get to add a plus two to, uh, a saving throw or a roll in the future. Okay. Um, okay. Next is Luxabelle's turn. Come at me, bitch. I'm prepping my thing. She's just like... <laughs> Obi-Wan like the- Kenobiing it out here. <laughs> By the way, um, Lux Bellamy is now on Jerusalem's personal vendettas list. <laughs> oh my god. Sparkling tiny stars like fire up from the shadows, uh, swirl up into the air, and then come raining down on you. Uh, Jerusalem and Kaya. And you both mm. take. You both take 12 force damage. I'm Did it pass sorry? my AC? Um, magic missile auto hits. Mm. Yeah. I'm at 27. You are already past half. <laughs> Does that include the. the additional points as well? Yes. That, okay. uh, it gets rid of your temporary hit points first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what are you at, Jerusalem? Mental math, I'm at 10. <laughs> oh no! 
I mean, which is better than if I didn't have the bonus hit points, I'd be at five. <laughs> you yeah. all three get hammered by these, uh, by these, uh, like small arcane stars that she summoned up. But because she cast magic missile, uh, Luxabelle has dropped invisibility, and you can now see her. She's Excellent. standing uh, at the back of the ship on top of the uh, cabin. Oh, she's standing on top of it? Mm-hmm. Can I get up there? Um, you can go over there. I don't know if you can get up there. I've got javelins. It's fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll just throw them all at her. You think about it and you're like, eh, javelins. Okay, speaking of javelins, Kaya, it's your turn. Alright, let me put away my d10 and pull out a d8, because I'm going to need that for my javelin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. So I'm going to throw a javelin at Luxabelle and add my divine smite. Uh, I expend one spell slot. Let me take one of those off. And that is a 17 to hit. A 17 to hit? Yes. Um, there's nothing she can even do about that. Uh, you hurl this javelin right through her, um, like, silk curtain, and it pierces her. Like, for a moment, she stumbles back, and her curtain goes flying up. You, uh, see Luxabelle. She is this uh, middle-aged looking elf, which probably means, like, centuries old. Um, she is, like, this very beautiful, uh, purple-skinned drow woman with long pointy ears. Uh, she has white, uh, hair that she has, like, kneed into this long, thick braid behind her, and she's wearing, like, this black silk dress that has these, that, like, has these white, sparkling, shining, uh, like, tiny gemstones in it, so that it almost looks like she's wearing the night sky. And you just, like, huck her uh, javelin right into her. Hell yeah. And plus Divine Smite, that's 2d8. And that is 15 damage. 15 damage, okay. Oofa doofa. Um, you spear this woman. Yay! Well, yeah. <laughs> you throw <laughs> an intellectual ball, she's like, uh, it hits her, she recoils back. Um, how much, uh, damage did you just do? 15? 15. Okay. Fun. Okay, top of the initiative, it's Common and Abner, uh, the Wonder Twins. <laughs> I... No. They're gonna keep going after Jerusalem. Oh no. They rolled to determine targets, and they decided Jerusalem. <laughs> also, Lois did just get uh, mercy from Luxabel, so... Until the yep. acts against that. Um, Comet... Uh, rushes forward and again kind of trips up on their silk oh, sheet no! and makes oh, an, no! again this wild emotional like overhead two hands on a short sword <laughs> which doesn't make any sense swing um, <laughs> and Jerusalem you just like easily uh, dodge and avoid it um, I almost feel bad for him Yeah. <laughs> do you want to say something uh, quippy to comment oh. <laughs> that, that's what I said <laughs> I almost feel bad for him um like, Jerusalem isn't even saying this to Comet. He just, like, looks over at Lois and Kaya and is just like, I almost feel bad for him. <laughs> and then, um, you see, compensating for their younger brother's weakness, Abner, uh, steps up, and as you, like, dodge out of the way of Comet's ridiculous swing, you, like, roll into Abner's. Um, oh. 
and Abner cuts you dealing, getting a nat 20, mind you. Oh. Oh, no! You take 10 damage. Really is compensating. I'm at zero. No! Uh, you drop unconscious. Um, Lois, you better heal him. Uh, which is great, because Jerusalem, it's your turn. Which means... <laughs> It's your it's your first death save. It's the first death save on the show, everybody. This is the worst. Like it's it sucks going to zero right before your turn because other people don't even have a chance to try yeah. and save you before that death save. Yeah. Oh, you've got you've got you, you have to get three fails though, so you got mm-hmm. minimum of three turns. Well, I also have to get three successes, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, it normally ends up being two two, and then you just kind of pull yeah. to the last one. <laughs> Do I add anything to a death save? Nope, you just gotta roll higher than 10. Oh, good. Imagine if I had to add my constitution to the minus one. That would suck. I got a 12. Okay, uh, yeah, your first successful death save. Yay! Um, Lois. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you see your boss, your ticket to the easy life, get speared through with an, <laughs> an elven short sword and drop, and you hear the thunk of that big amethyst hitting the wooden <laughs> deck. Uh, and just standing over uh, Jerusalem's body is Comet and Abner. Like, a sea breeze blows and their silk sheets ruffle, and you just see these two young-looking half-drow uh, with very stern, grim expressions on their face. They're wearing, like, almost monastic tradition, um, like, robes underneath, but, like, very ornate and very artistic versions of that. Like, not aesthetic monk at all. Um, Lois, what would you like to do? Um, first, because Jerusalem just dropped, but I don't want to waste my action. Uh, I don't want to... I want to get this first, is uh, Lois goes... Madam, as you can see, Jerusalem has certainly learned his lesson as he is on the floor unconscious. We can all stop this thesis fighting so that we can, in the future, get your daughter back. She has speared through her chest. You also have been speared through, and I know that is not pleasant. And Kaya will apologize, and I apologize on Kaya's behalf, but she will definitely apologize. And he's looking at Kaya like, you better fucking apologize. I would love it if triple disadvantage was a thing. (laughs) But it's not. I will say... Roll a persuasion check, again with disadvantage. The DC is going to be extremely high for this, and this is going to take your action. Damn it, okay. (laughs) I mean, he's still just talking. Talking shouldn't take an action. Persuasion in, uh, like, talking doesn't, but, like, persuasion checks uh, can, if they take enough time and are, like, a difficult enough thing that it would shift, like, the tide of battle. Yeah, usually if you do a talking thing that takes a roll, that is your action. (laughs) Okay. I am so mad that this has this uh, disadvantage because the first roll was a fucking 18! (laughs) This one was a goddamn 3! Oh. <laughs> and that's not including my additional five, which makes it an eight. Yeah, no, she's got a javelin through her chest, my dude. That's yeah, um, maybe you shouldn't throw javelins at the lady. <laughs> that we're trying not to die. 
the same breeze that just blew uh, Comet and Abner's uh, silk sheets, like, kind of open so you could see, is also, like, blowing uh, Luxabelle's. And you see her, like, with just a look of, like, just pure fury in her eyes as she does a flourish with her wrists and magically uses, like, telekinesis to rip the javelin out of her body and, like, drop it. Um, she's winces. Royce winces because he's again he's not a fighter so he just you still have your movement and your bonus action um hold on I will say Um, uh, I believe healing instantly brings someone back up yeah I just need to know I believe healing word is a bonus action if you grabbed healing word I don't think I have that one because I looked through and I don't have that one as a bard as a bard, I don't have that one. The only uh, healing one I got started with a okay. pure wounds. Um, so, which it says is an that bardic inspiration can be applied to saving throws. So, as your bonus action, you can, if you can't heal, you can give Jerusalem a bardic inspiration that they could use on their next death save. Because uh, bardic inspiration does apply to saving throws. Uh, okay. Okay, so some, yeah, I, I'm gonna do that. So let me get that decent. Sure. Lois was trying to defuse the situation, but Kaya threw a javelin at the lady. She could have thrown it at maybe the <laughs> two yeah, well, drow. Yeah, she was a bitch first. You, there were the two drow attacking Jerusalem. She, she told them to I, attack. I do just want to, like, not to play devil's advocate, but you did take money to return her daughter to her, immediately turned around and took we didn't take money, money from the daughter. We paid we her. have not been paid. You accepted a contract. You were a business. You don't get to pull that. Yeah, well, we got a better contract, so. That's why she's mad. Lois, I uh, got a six for the Bardic Inspiration. Hey, Maximum, you play so good. Yeah, I'm still playing. I'm still playing that fight song. He was just hoping, hoping, but no. You have a plus six. You can add to your next uh, death save or any roll in the next ten minutes, Jerusalem. Cool. Um, it is Luxabelle's turn. Hmm. Luxabelle is going to... Hmm. How does she want to do this? <laughs> what is the right amount of mean <laughs> for a level three encounter? Well, you guys are level three. She's not. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You know what? Why mess with the classic? She just casts magic missile again. Um, oh my god. This Rude. time send, uh, conjures up three glowing stars in her hand, swirls them around, and fires all three at Kaya. Oh. Um, you did hit her with a fucking javelin. <laughs> Five plus three, six, seven, eight. You take eight force damage, Kaya. Okay, that's not too bad. I am at nineteen. Um, how was it so high earlier? Oh, she cast it at a third level. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Um, I don't think she has any bonus actions or anything, so that'll be her. Uh, she'll uh hammer uh Kaya with some more stars. Uh, she'll call out to Lois. Don't worry, I don't plan on killing Jerusalem, but they simply have to be taught a lesson in loyalty. Um, Kaya, it's your turn. What would you like to do? 
And you need to be taught a lesson at better motherhood. And I'm going to throw another javelin. Sure. Lois <laughs> just goes, for self's sake, fuck! Can Jerusalem hear? Uh... <laughs> um, Jerusalem is unconscious? Um, well, in previous D&D games, sometimes we determined that uh, making death saves means that you're conscious, but like can't do anything. Sometimes, depending just on it, you can talk. Downed. I imagined yeah. it as like in video games when you're downed and you're waiting for your friend to revive you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you're like unconscious. You got stabbed with a nat twenty, so Fair. I'm gonna mm, say that's true. Like maybe you're hearing it all because we determined you could hear Drew, uh, Lois's music. So like maybe it's all like coming through in a weird dream state, like muddled and swirled up. Fair. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, ouch! That thing about loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he Jerusalem specifically. <laughs> he he may his alignment may be evil, but it's lawful evil. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Kaya, what'd you get on your attack roll? Yeah. Okay, so I'm doing another divine smite. So that's did, two of my three. Did you hit spell slots? Yes, I forgot to say I got a dirty twenty. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she can't do anything about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is another 15 damage, just with different numbers. Another 15 <laughs> damage? Holy cow. Um, it's almost like Kaya's a paladin, Riley. No, I just, I love this use of, the, of these uh, divine smites. Also, Luxabelle is a wizard, so she has baby health for babies. <laughs> Oofa doofa. Um... How to narrate what this looks to me. Oh. Oh. Yeah, like, I want every, like, if uh, everyone wants to put, like, some flavor into their attacks, you're absolutely welcome yeah. to. Yeah, okay. Um, I do want to say that even though this looks brutal as hell, Kaya just throwing these javelins seemingly just unfeeling at this elderly woman who's looking for her daughter... <laughs> Um, Kaya is, like, purposefully aiming for non-lethal. Like, she is making sure that she is not going to, like, hit the heart or anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, she throws a scimitar, not the scimitar, the javelin. <laughs> she throws a scimitar at <laughs> <laughs> Not the scimitar, that's a different weapon. She also has... <laughs> Let me just boomerang this sword. <laughs> Soccer style! <laughs> so uh. she, she throws this javelin up at the woman. And, oh, she's up on the cabin? Uh-huh, she's standing on top of the cabin. Ooh. Um, how many masts does this ship have? Uh, we said it's 30 feet, so I think maybe just, like, uh, one big one or maybe two small ones. Um, probably not a lot. Okay. Um... Because I was thinking either there's the stern behind her or a smaller mast, and the javelin just goes straight through her and thunks into that, and she's just hung Oof. there. Ah! Well, she's not dead. Um, Lois once again winces. Just so yeah. <clears throat> um, this shining javelin goes like through her, punctures her. There's an, a flash of divine energy as it like tears through her. Uh, she looks real bad. Um. It's not good. <laughs> okay. Um, 
It is you. You mark off two javelins, by the way. Yes, I am. Um, I still okay, have three. Common, <laughs> yes, you're a paladin. You start. Okay, it's common in Abner's turn. Um, they are going to do quick. Well, they know their mom wouldn't want them to attack the bard. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to get in trouble with their mom. Comet. <laughs> Did Comet fail again? Damn it, Comet. This is Comet's second nat one, and I would like oh to say gosh. that they've rolled a nat one, a two, and then a nat one. <laughs> so Comet is furious oh, no. and is not used to these hats. <laughs> Comet, like, rushes towards Kaya, um, uh, like, swinging <laughs> this pristine, small, leaf-like, thin short sword, uh, just, again, pristine, unmarked by blood or damage or by hitting a thing. Um, and, like, does the swing, um, and, like, it just, like, n- just whiffs as it, like, goes, like, not nearly where he wanted it to, and it just bounces harmlessly off Kaya's armor. Mm. And he just stumbles back and, like, trips. Um, I'm gonna say with that second nat one, he snaps his short sword in half on Kaya's armor. Oh, no! Hmm. Um, Abner, however, leaps up, lands on Kaya's horse body, and rakes uh, Kaya's uh, human back with uh, their short sword, because Abner gets the- Because Abner gets their job done. Um, Kaya, take five piercing damage. Oh no. You got stabbed. I'm at 14. On the one spot you don't have armor. Yeah, on the back. He noted that earlier. <laughs> That's like anime armor. It's absolutely, it, well, at least it's not a boob window. <laughs> yeah, at least it's not a boob window. It, it's really a thing of, do you want to hit the back because there's no armor? But also, do you want to hit the back because there is also a religious symbol there? And do you want to be disrespectful? <laughs> Osmaldus just like coming down from the sky. How <laughs> dare you! This giant bird just like drops out of a cloud. Uh, Ab- Abner prays to Halo. Abner doesn't care about Osmaldus. Abner does a flip off of your horseback and lands next to their idiot brother. <laughs> Jerusalem. Would you like to make another death save? Yes. Lois, you need to heal them. Which is a plus, uh... You can, if Jerusalem does poorly, Jerusalem can add a plus six. Yeah. Okay, uh, I got a five, plus the six would be eleven. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, that's your second success. No fails. Living on easy street. Having a good time. Nothing could go wrong. Lois, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you, I'm gonna say after that round, you have a good feeling that negotiations have broken down. No, I, I was gonna say, Lois, listen, Lois is just gonna make sure Jerusalem's not gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> yeah, heal up Jerusalem. Yeah, so I'm going to do the, the one healing spell I fucking got, because the bards... Don't get too many of them. Is um, cure wounds, which is um, a creature you touch. So Lois takes a moment to stop the awesome fight music. He takes a moment. He kind of stretches. He definitely waves at Lexbell because he's still in good terms, and he's trying to be like, "This isn't anything. I'm still out of it. I I just can see that my 
uh, come tending my, to um, the wounded. Boss, my boss is currently. <laughs> my boss is dying. <laughs> You're saying this as Luxabelle is also almost on the brink of death. <laughs> well, she's too far away. She is pinned to a mask. Lois only has thirty walking speed. So uh, Lois just goes. I am not in this fight. I will continue back to my music in a moment. And he comes up and he, and I'm not even going to say he's going to crouch down. It's with his foot. He kind of nudges Jerusalem on the ground. It casts so, cure wounds. <laughs> so it's uh, equal to 1d8 plus your spell casting modifier. Let me mark down a spell, my spell slot. So let me get that 1d8. Don't mind me, just needed to do this real quick. Not feeling it today. <laughs> uh, that is a 12. You got 12 points. Lovely, nice. Jerusalem. You, as you pop back up, as you feel, um, not divine magic, but something a little bit more mischievous and wild, um, kind of course through your body, and, uh, you come back almost at full health. Goodness. <laughs> You're welcome. And Lois goes back and starts continuing his awesome. Thank gods. I could not have my last words be that I felt bad for someone. Lois <laughs> 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 tries oh, not to no. laugh as he's playing his awesome as he's playing on Aurora. And it's Luxabelle's turn. It is Luxabelle's turn. I am double checking the text of this spell. It doesn't say anywhere you can't touch someone while the spell is active, but I feel like it should. <laughs> um, cause otherwise, that's just a big ol' uh, like, hey, hey you. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Luxabelle isn't having a good time. Luxabelle drops, um, down. Uh, rushes over to her two boys, um, and, like, uh, smacks them both on the back, um, and you see this, uh, surge of arcane magic flash through all three of them, and then Luxapel, uh, leaps up into the air and soars away. <laughs> um, okay. she's flying away. She's How like, no. How far away is she? Uh, she's... Take an advantage. <laughs> Attack of opportunity. <laughs> she's oh, gonna you. fly up into the mast. Um, she is not close enough to do an attack of opportunity with a melee weapon, and I don't think you can do an attack of opportunity with a with a ranged weapon. And spells, I know for sure you can't. Yeah. Um. But how far away is she right now? Uh, she's gonna fly up into the mast for cover, so I'm gonna say like around, let's just say thirty feet, because she would have had to move thirty, uh, like yep. not thirty feet, but um. About that much to reach her boys. That's fine. That's fine. So she, we'll say she's about like 40 feet up and has half cover. Um, I rolled an 18 to hit, and Kaya is casting. You have her to roll. If you're doing a range attack, she has half cover, so I'm going to need you to roll with disadvantage. Oh. Have you used your uh, Bardic Inspiration yet? I'm going to right now because my second roll was lower. So that is. Uh, 15. Um, you hurl up your javelin. She really quick, uh, like, yelps in fear and throws out her hand. She casts shield. Um, this glowing, like, 
a brilliant uh like magic circle draws itself in the air you see it's like a star chart um and your javelin hits it and bounces off and drops back uh down so Mm -hmm. you miss but you do have um you do have that javelin back because you threw it up so it bounces off the shield and just goes back down (laughs) cool well now i know i have to get above a 15 uh she, I, she cast shield for that. She had to spend her reaction to uh, use a spell to boost her AC. So rude. that was I th- that was her last fourth level spell. That can't be right. No, she's down to her last fourth level spell. Okay. Kaya uh Kaya took their turn, so now it's Comet and Abner's turn. That's right. Loisa Jerusalem, if you could just keep her here for one more turn, I can I can get her. Um, I don't think we can do that. They don't like the javelins. So Nkama and Abner are going to leap up into the air and fly towards Kaya. Oh, Lord. Hey, Comet did good for once. Oh. oh. What'd he get? Um, he got a 17 plus four, so that's a Fuck. 21. Abner got oh. a four. <laughs> uh, this time... A comet's passion does comet some good because they make this wild swing. Uh, oh wait, no, they don't have their sword. They pull out a small hand crossbow. <laughs> I like Gravity that. That helps, and he's not tripping on his own cloak. Yeah, he with one hand like throws open the silk, and then you see him holding this tiny crossbow, almost like it's a handgun. <laughs> And he just plugs it right at you. Um, you're gonna take five piercing damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, okay. Um... Nat 20. Uh, yeah, you're fine. (laughs) Um, oh, you're a paladin, so you're immune to poison, yeah? No, I'm immune to disease. Poison must be a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, must be. Really? I'm, divine health doesn't make you immune to poison and disease? Divine magic flowing through you makes you immune to disease. Disease is like okay. you can't catch a cold. <laughs> poison <Yeah>. is like. <laughs> I could have sworn the move said poisoned and, like, disease and poison, but never mind. No, just disease. Um, I copy and pasted all this. Like, you're free from the Black oh. Death. You're not free from eating a bunch of, like, nightshade. Yeah. I am thinking of a level 10 monk ability. Um, <laughs> okay. Level 14, maybe? Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, you get plugged by this uh, small uh, crossbow bolt, um, and then Comet, like, soars up into the air uh, away from you. <laughs> um, Abner comes rushing at you, takes a swing with the sword, uh, hits your armor, doesn't quite penetrate, and then flies uh, up 30 feet. Um... You hear Abner yell, They have healing magic. At this rate, we're not going to be able to knock them all down at once. Um, and Luxavera goes, Fine. We'll cut our losses. But know, Jerusalem, that I will be telling your parents about this. Oh, we'll see who tells them first. Incredible on the playground uh, behavior. Power move! I will be telling your parents. No, I might tell them first. 
<laughs> Literally, I, I've been waiting for the fight to be over so I can say that Jerusalem sits down and pens a strongly worded letter to his parents about why they now have beef with the Lumi family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it looks like the Lumi family is are going to cut their losses and retreat. Um, Jerusalem, it's your turn. Uh, do you want to do anything about this? Or are you going to let him go? Yeah, screw them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lois, it looks like the Lumi family is retreating. Uh, it is your turn. Are you going to do anything about it? Um, I think all he's going to do is he's going to finally stop. And then he goes, Goodbye, madam. If our paths cross, hopefully we'll be in a less hostile situation again. And he gives a little bow. He's milking that. He wants he wants some of that milk. Thank you very much. Mm. Yeah. They mm. They don't have enough flight. Mm, they might. Yeah, they're going to start flying um uh it's Luxembourg's turn. She kind of looks at you, uh Lois. She does not seem pleased. She doesn't seem happy. Uh she turns and she uh starts flying away at an incredible speed uh towards um, not towards the Red Isles, but, uh, back towards the, uh, Palandria coast. She's heading back towards Taurus. And then Comet and Abner take off, flying after their mother at the same speed. Combat's over. And Kaya, as soon as they get far away, like, they blip out, like, Pokemon Team Rocket style into the <laughs> sky. And Kaya just falls over. She is at four health. Lois oh, just goes... Okay, I, I can't believe. And he, for, uh, for Kaya, because I also, I still have several spell slots, I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds again for Kaya. Sure. Uh, so let me roll that d8 again. Hey, you think you can do that on Jag as well? I think Jag is fine. He's unconscious. Fine. Also, I, I do have a healing thing. Even though I'm out of spell slots, I do have healing. That doesn't cost. Yeah. Mine costs spell slots. Can you do that on yourself? Um, Lay on hands can be used on yourself, yes. Why am I wasting spell slots? I would like to do it on Jag, though. So if you could do that on me. (laughs) Uh, That is, first and foremost, a 13. And Lois crouches down and goes, if you hadn't shot a javelin at her, we could have ended this fight a lot easier and sooner. (sighs) Well, we could have done just normal talking and debating if she hadn't tried to attack us with her two babies and their swords. They were barely doing anything. We, that one was tripping over his own two feet, and he stands up and dusts off his knees, and he goes like, it's, we could have, you, you two could have easily handled that. I say two, because what happened? And he like looks Jerusalem up and down and goes, and then I could have talked to her, and it would have been fine. But no, you had to throw a javelin after the woman. This is giving me a migraine. Moment. I just need to really quick. Uh, you guys keep role playing. Uh, keep talking about what you want to do. I just need to do some math real quick. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah. Kaya uh, gets up and goes over to Jag to make sure he's okay and starts healing him a bit. <sighs> and Lois turns to Jerusalem and goes, uh, and sees that Jerusalem is crouched down and goes, 
What the hell are you doing? I'm sorry. Can you see Jerusalem's what? Uh, it's crouched down. Remember, you said he wanted to write a strongly worded letter. Oh, yeah. Just right now, pulls out the paper. <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't mean right now, but. Oh. What? No, I'm just doing math. They absolutely do not have the arcane juice to fly all the way back to grayscale, so Uh-oh. they're going to have to circle back <laughs> to the Red oh, Isles no. after a bit. That's very funny. Oh, no! I thought you were going to no, say fine. they're just going to drop into the ocean. <laughs> drop into the ocean and drown? <laughs> they're not dumb. Because otherwise, they have to gauge, like, at what point do they lose mm-hmm. half the flight and then have to come back. Yeah. They know that they have, uh, as their mother is now, they all have approximately two hours of flight. Um, and they can go about 120 feet uh, per six seconds. Um, mainland is uh, less, like, about that far away. I just did the math. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> They're going to have to turn around. Um, Great. That gives us a better chance of have- sending our letter off first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, they can't heal and I can fuck them up when they get here. Oh, or that. Jerusalem's main thought is just like, my family is not gonna work with the Lumi family anymore because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's he's basically gonna write a letter that says they they tried to undersell us and then didn't let us do our job and tried to micromanage and then got mad at us and tried to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> I would like you to roll a persuasion check with advantage. Against my own family? <laughs> That's uh, one. I said with advantage. Fair. <laughs> Two. You don't know the DC for this, okay. but because you phrased it in that way and so, like, logically laid out the problems with them and, like, d- didn't phrase it in such a way of where, like, the Lumi family had a decent They're argument mean. for you guys <laughs> being bad contractors, I'm giving you advantage and it's going to be, like, not a high DC. Yeah. You know, Jerusalem still does business. He's just like, man, mm-hmm. we got undersold, yeah. we tried to make the best out of it, and then they micromanaged, and then wouldn't let us finish our job and explain, and just kind of tacked us. <laughs> I like to imagine the, the in-world advantage reasoning for that is that you're writing a letter, so you have the time to put, like, word everything perfectly. Yeah. I got a 12. <laughs> okay. Um... With advantage? Yeah, my first roll was a four. (laughs) You, well, remember, like, ten is an easy, is an easy task. So, you write uh, a letter that is two points more uh, persuasive than an average person's letter. Um, Think of it like that. Mm. Twelve isn't necessarily bad. Uh, especially- I mean, the letter isn't, like, mm-hmm. telling his family that we're gonna kill all the Lumis. Absolutely. It's just like, man, the Lumis mm-hmm. suck. <laughs> um, you start compiling this letter in your head, you're, like, g- gonna dictate it to Crumpet and, uh, send it off with a, a white messenger when you get back. Uh, did someone go to heal Jag? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Kaya. That was me. Uh, Kaya, you walk over, I assume you use Lay on Hands? Yep. Mm-hmm. You bend down, you touch uh, Jag, there's a soft white glow as divine energy surges from you into Jag. Jag wakes up and goes, <gasps> The next ride is going to be 15 gold. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and Lloyd just goes, Jag, I That's am fair. so sorry <laughs> for that, considering everything that happened. Oh, that is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. I will say this wasn't on the fault of the Red Isles. This was someone following us from our direction. I am aware. I am not raising the cost for passage to the Red Isles. I am raising the cost of the braid getting passage <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> Jag crawls up. Tough but fair. That's fair. Know, At least you're know. not dead, Jag. Jag nods. Yeah. What would we do if you died? You would take your business elsewhere and not get as high quality of objects for the price as you do at my place of business. It's so true. <laughs> at Jag's various quality objects. I thought it was very good objects, not various uh, quality objects. I, I settled on various uh, quali- uh, various Aww. quality objects. I liked very good objects. Yeah, you liked very good <laughs> objects. I'll make it Jag's very good objects. For Jag's you, Rowan. very good objects. <laughs> Because various quality is like he's admitting that some of them are lower quality no. and, or higher quality. He has various objects which are all quality, um, <laughs> but that's maybe no. a little. Yeah, that's uh, that's maybe too uh, high concept. Yeah, the, j- way, the way it's phrased, it sounds like you're saying various qualities. Various quality objects would be very good for a sleazy salesman <laughs> <laughs> who makes that argument about how they're various. Objects of quality. But he wouldn't do that. He's a very straightforward guy. Yeah, Jag, Jag yeah. is too straightforward for that. But I can imagine a, like a sleazy salesman being like, hey, it's various objects of quality. And then it's like, nope, it's just various <laughs> it's quality objects. objects of various quality. <laughs> Some dude sets yeah. up his shop right across from Jag and he goes, my name is Jog. <laughs> I sell various quality items. Um, my name is Gadge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are all very good clips for as you guys sail home. What's the opposite of a lizard? Like a a cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god! So, as you guys sail on back, you guys left around two a.m. Uh, not two a.m. Uh, two two p.m. Um, so it's gonna be like like night comes. It's like early in the morning, like like. Dead like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., like those ungodly hours as you uh, come into shore of Xandria and Jag parks his boat and kind of eyes you all and outstretches his scaly hand for his 15 gold. No, we um, no, we bartered for le- less than that for this ride. That one I can't say. For the ride there, you did. He wants 15 gold for the ride back. You... Uh, that is, uh... I want to intimidate. Just <laughs> <laughs> Kaya instantly, like, how dare you? Kaya is insulted because of uh, he didn't specify that. The ride was there and back, sir. I, okay, for context, I do want to say, you are getting a discount on this ride because you are the braid. It should be 12 gold per person. And he is offering this service for 12 gold. Well, this service for 15 gold. Yeah. That is a 22. <laughs> uh, you, we like, walk you. up. <laughs> you cross your arms. You look at him. He looks at you, and he goes, All right. 12 gold. 
Maya just nods and goes, very well. <laughs> is is that coming out of the money pool? Someone's going to have to pay the men. It's not going to be I'll pay the ride back. All right, let, let's put it out of the money pool. I think if it's something that involves all of us and not us mm-hmm. just purchasing for ourselves, it should be in the money pool. Okay. So that 40 is so now less. 30, 28. 28, yeah. Don't put um, it there. You guys oh, have that yeah. big old, you guys have that big old emerald. Amethyst. Yeah. amethyst but we're going to keep that emerald. as an amethyst because you never know when you need to barter with non-money. Yeah, that That's true. true. Um, so it's like 3 a.m. You finally pulled back in to Grayscale, one of your first official missions as the braid operating out of the town of Zandria. And, it- and Jerusalem is instantly headed to the White Messengers to send a letter. Strongly <laughs> <laughs> worded letter. Yes, it needs to get there as soon as possible. This is highly important. <laughs> this- <laughs> Kaya, um, this is an urgent message. <laughs> Kaya and Lois, do you go with Jerusalem to the White Messengers? No, Jerusalem. You don't have to. He's already written the letter. Lois needs. Lois goes. Ugh, you do that. I am I am in much need of a beauty beauty rest. I I do wanna know, did we see did we pass the loonies on the way there? In the distance we just see them flying back? I'm gonna say you did. <laughs> Fuck, that would that would have been a good laugh for all of us. Um Lois just goes, I'm in much need of a beauty rest. Go and do whatever. I'm going back. I'm going to have Crumpet wash my hair. And he kind of, because that's too much. And then I'm going to sleep. I feel like uh, Lois uses the frog butler more than Jerusalem ever does. Uh, Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. This is a guy that was raised on the streets until he was like, a mid-teenage years. Of course he's going to use a butler. Okay. Um, so you guys head home. Uh, Jerusalem, roll me a luck check. Okay. That's just not, not plus anything. That's just a flat d20, yeah. 17. Nice. Um, you go to the Zandria Marketplace, you find the building that is the that is the white uh, messengers. It's it's like it's a small uh, but like official building. So it's uh, it's around the size of your compound actually. Uh, so it's like it's bigger than a stall, but it's still not not that impressive. Um, and it has this big white banner in front of it that is hanging and just has the symbol of the white messengers, which is like just this pure white banner with a small, very simplistic uh, like uh, running bird. Like a roadrunner, almost. Me, me. Sorry, you said roadrunner, and that's exact immediately where my mind goes. <laughs> it's a flying dove now. <laughs> <laughs> you said roadrunner, that's on you. Because I wasn't thinking about Looney Tunes when I wrote our fantasy season, Reese. <laughs> you should know in the American, in America, that's going to be the first association with the fucking word roadrunner. It was not for me, and I grew up on Looney Tunes. So, to to send a message is two copper per mile. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember where Jerusalem's family lives. 
or how live, far away that is. Uh, you you said to me specifically that you have family members stationed in every um in every. So where are the parents? The parents specifically, I believe, would be in Spider's Keep. Okay, uh, but Ooh, it would probably be top. quicker and cheaper to send them to the uncle and then have the uncle like send mm. it to the parents so that way you're not paying for the entire like price i mean i i guess that realized trusting the family well yeah jerusalem trusts his family <laughs> um, also the uncle was the one who sent lumi to them so it's yeah. <laughs> the letter is also That's going true. to include yeah. a really <laughs> <laughs> um riley if you want to see the entire list of um, grievances. <laughs> it's oh on the personal vendettas list on Jerusalem's Incredible. <laughs> I am absolutely making the Lumi clan rivals for you guys from now on. Oh no! Um, Except Lois! Lois specifically! <laughs> <laughs> I did my fucking time with that shit, Riley! Jerusalem has narrowed it down to Luxabelle Lumi. The lackeys sure. are lackeys. <laughs> But Luxabelle specifically. I don't know. It seemed like Kaya had it out for Comet and Abner. Kaya just yeah, had but it out Kaya's for also by extension a lackey to Jerusalem. So mm-hmm. I- Kaya did not aim for the lackeys in any way whatsoever. She did not. Oh, yeah? They okay. attacked her. She never touched them. She did okay. not. Um, yeah. Jerusalem's vendetta is not against the two sons for following their mother's order. It's against yeah. the mother. Sure. That's why I kept aiming for the mom, because I'm like, if I take the mom, then the sons will stop. Meanwhile, <laughs> I did my work and my time to not be a goddamn rival, Riley. So, <laughs> this is going to come out of Jerusalem's personal money. Um, okay. How much would that be, Riley? Um, let me just real quick look at the map. Because I actually... You know what? Your uncle, I... Th- specifically decided was also going to have agents in grayscale for this exact reason. Oh no, the bottom of the map isn't loading where the where the mileage is. <laughs> um I would love to know what the mileage is from Zandria to Shadowhorn. It's like less than 500. Yeah. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. 350, 300 maybe. Yeah, it's less than 500. Uh, yeah. That's how I was thinking, like, 300 or, at the most, 350. One moment, let me measure. <laughs> yeah, it's about, uh... Oh, actually, it's almost exactly half. So, 250, I'd 250. say. Maybe 300. 250 to 300. Okay. okay. Um... So, I'm going to calculate what their cost would be. You come in, uh, tired, exhausted, you've had a bad day, um, and you see sitting in... The white uh, messengers, um, kind of like guild hall. Uh, you see your contact, Tobias. Um, Tobias is like a, a young adult, um, like twenty-five, uh, looking Yuan-Ti with like uh, dark uh, tan skin. He has green snake scales on his cheekbones and on his arms and legs, um, and he's wearing like just like plain very utilian brown clothes, but with a white poncho over it, uh, with the symbol of the white messengers, which I've now changed to a dove, um, <laughs> on the breast. Uh, he has, like, a long bow that he set uh, to the side. He's drinking what appears to be, like, a 
cup of like hot cocoa uh, that he's blowing on uh, when Jerusalem comes in. Uh, and he's like, oh, hello. Didn't expect you'd be running around this late. How can I help you? Jerusalem's got like a hole in his shirt, like <laughs> bloody and just like angrily holding a letter. <laughs> <laughs> he sees Tobias. He's like, oh, hi. <laughs> you don't got voice to do your cushioning of the uh, social interactions for you? <laughs> yeah. Wait, does Tobias send letters? Or I thought Tobias was just like the news guy. Uh, the white messengers are, uh, let me just read their little Xandria marketplace thing. Um, the white messengers are one of the only organizations in Taurus not bound by national lines. They are an order of couriers, map makers, and scouts that are dedicated to the idea that knowledge should be shared with everyone regardless of nationality or race. Dedicated officers of this order travel the continent to gain news from the outside world from their home factions, map unexplored regions from their land, and even carry mail between towns and cities. The Braid specifically has a contact in the White Messengers, a yuan scout named Tobias. Um, Tobias might not specifically be the person to send the mail, but he might uh, if there's no other jobs and he doesn't have anything else to do. Um, you know, he just came back from a pretty long trip, so he's probably going to hang out with his husband and their eggs, but... Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, Jerusalem <laughs> doesn't really have much to say other than the high, but just like, I, uh, I have a letter I need to send. I need it to be sent, uh, urgently. <laughs> uh, Tobias, like, chuckles a little bit, and he goes... Uh, absolutely. I'm kind of running the graveyard shift right now. I didn't want to have any working hours during the day. Um, so I'm the only one here. Uh, but first thing tomorrow morning at 6am, I will send someone off with it. Uh, if you can pay the toll, uh, where is this, uh, letter going? A Shadowhorn. I have, a, a an uncle, uh, Mooney Estiero. Hmm. Okay. And when it gets to him, there should be there's instructions for him to pass it along to okay. my my parents. So it looks like the fee to send a letter to Shadowhorn is about five gold. Do you think you can cover that, Jerusalem? Yes. Fantastic. Uh, he takes a long drag of his hot cocoa. He is not in a rush. Um, and he stretches <laughs> out a hand for the letter. Yeah. Um, Jerusalem plays him. This is very important mm -hmm. to Jerusalem, so... Jer uh, Tobias puts uh, the five gold into his tin. Um, he... Uh, then you see him, like, get up and make a big show of walking over to the boxes, and in the top one that is labeled uh, Priority in Draconic, he very slowly and, like, very, like, dramatically slides it into the priority <laughs> cubby. And he goes, first thing tomorrow, 6am, we'll send someone off with it. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> I, I think that's the first time I've ever heard say thank you to any of them. I said thank you a few times. <laughs> she was saying thank you for getting paid, like... <laughs> okay. He's not above thanking people. No, I He's know. just a Above mm -hmm. people. <laughs> mm. um, um, uh, so Jerusalem's like about yeah. to go, and then he turns and he's like, uh, 
Device, don't tell anyone I came in here looking like this. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't dream of it. Besides, I have nobody to tell. Long sip of cocoa. <laughs> hmm. Yep. You well, know, this guy just... is a town crier by trade, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why Jerusalem was just like, don't just, like, gossip about this. <laughs> that was a joke, Jerusalem. Right. Elves have jokes, right? <laughs> yes, uh, of course we have jokes. We're great at comedy. I... Mm. <laughs> you know what? I bet Jerusalem is right. Because, like, I've been talking about, like, how elves are, like, these people with, like, infinitely long lifespans trapped in this very small, ornate paradise where there's nothing, where, like, they don't have anything to want for and they have all the time in the world and nothing to do and nowhere to go, so they have to find things to fill their time. So I bet a bunch of elves just got real into comedy. <laughs> I was also gonna say, um, they're just good at entertainment in general. I was gonna say, you you get good at what you spend a lot of time on. Mm -hmm. Jerusalem yeah. just spent a lot of time pouting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's gonna go back home, yeah. also get his bath and his clothes mended. <laughs> Tobias waves you off, um, finishes off his hot cocoa, uh, sets aside his cup, like, starts humming a song, um, you walk, it's like three, it's three a.m., and you're miserable, and you're just dragging yourself back to <laughs> your little, like, compound, uh, shared living space, uh, that is also your guild hall, and you come in, um, you see Kaya and Lois are already here. They've already started getting comfortable. They've probably already gone to the rooms, unless, uh, Lois and Kaya, you want to tell me otherwise? Um, I will say, Crumpet has made a fresh pot of tea for oh, nice. you, Jerusalem, and, uh, -huh. uh little finger sandwiches. <laughs> um, and Beautiful. has set them aside for you. Okay, I have a question. Are they arranged yeah. on a plate nicely? Yes, they are arranged on a plate nicely. Jerusalem takes the amethyst out of his pocket and very, like, very particularly tries to find the best place for it in the center. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Crumpet's froggy eyes go wide. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Just like, almost like a garnish on the plate. Because <laughs> <laughs> it takes up half the plate. <laughs> A large amethyst is not, like, a plate-sized amethyst. A large no. amethyst is, like... Yeah. No, I was thinking a small plate, though. <laughs> oh. Small plate sandwich to plate. hold sandwiches? It's not a chaos emerald, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, like, I'm thinking this amethyst is probably, like, the size of a, like, 50-cent coin or something. Yeah, it's oh. a large amethyst worth 100 gold, uh, which in our standards in, like, real world would be around $1,000. Yeah, so I'm thinking of, you know, 50-cent coin-sized amethyst. Mm -hmm. Nicely shined and cut. I was thinking twice that size. <laughs> it's not a Chaos Emerald, Jamie. <laughs> it's not a Chaos Emerald. Um, we don't have Chaos Emeralds. What are we doing with our lives? <laughs> you know you don't get Chaos Emeralds until you're at least level 15. <laughs> Crumpet, when the banks open, go ahead and have them keep that safe. Oh, also... Oh, do I have... Uh, access to your account? I'm sure he does. He's our secretary. Wow! Okay! 
Does he not? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think you would have given him access to the company account, but he's like, think, all right. <laughs> okay, Jerusalem's given him access to put things into the account, okay. not take things out. You, like, talked to your banker, and you're like, yo, Frogman can drop stuff off, but Frogman cannot take. <laughs> Actually, I don't think anyone can take stuff out except Jerusalem. <laughs> okay. That would make sense. Uh, I see how it is. Uh, totally get it. Crumpet uh, picks up the amethyst. Is like, ah, it'll be uh, safe with me for sure. Uh huh. This is an honor. And keep the uh this bag. He he hands over the twenty eight gold. Is like keep this in the the braids. Um, what's it called? Like money cool. box, I guess. Cool. Um. Cool. Collective. If you're talking about uh, it, it's referred to as your hoard. Well, no, what I'm what I'm saying is, like, particularly to, to have a box of money that they would just, Oh, like, you guys probably have a safe. Yeah, like, keep this in the braid safe. This is for, uh, the braid. Yes, sir. Because this, that's what everyone's gonna use, basically. <laughs> this little bullywog in these finely dressed, like, butler uniform is holding this big amethyst in one hand and just a sack of... <laughs> More gold than most people will see in their entire lives on the other hand. And it's just like, wow! <laughs> and just, like, walks off towards the safe. That's why we pay him really well. And now Jerusalem is gonna just turn in for the night. That is all of his business done. We have had a long day. I, I relate. Is there anything Kaya and Lois would like to do before they also turn in? I, I already said Lois was just going to have his... <laughs> <laughs> Lois took a bath. Yeah. You're going to wash his hair, man. I think Kaya stopped by the uh, temple on the way back just to, like, do a quick prayer. Um, oh, was there anyone there? Do you uh, make a luck check? Fourteen. Um, with a fourteen... Alyra isn't there, but okay. you I'm do- not looking for anyone. I'm just wondering if anyone happened to be there and see Kaya covered in blood, just praying. It's a giant slash across. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we get these shots of Kaya uh, praying to the draconic statue of, of Osmaldus that she doesn't care for. We see Lois getting ready for their bath and just sinking into it after a long day of not working. And we see Jerusalem go into their room to trance and fume about the day's poor business proceedings. We get shots of the Lumi family hunkered down somewhere on the Red Isles, stewing as they look for someone they can pay to sail them back across to the mainland. And we get these shots of Zandria at night, this still coastal town made out of sandstone, covered in these beautiful, colorful streamers, framed against the night sky. And we see a shadow moving across the night sky, blocking out stars. And we see stars being blacked out by the silhouette with these rhythmic large wing beats as something large and shining sails overhead. And we zoom out past Xandria into the kind of the forest and the plains outside of Xandria into this kind of inner coastal area. And we see 
this tiny kobold wearing a little excavator hat with a candle set on it. He has these big, thick-rimmed glasses that is sitting on the perch of his little dog nose. And he is brushing sand away from something, and then his tail starts to wag. And this elderly kobold uh, gasps. experience listeners it's end credits time i know you love hearing this part but i like to remind you guys that you can find us on tumblr instagram and even tiktok and if you like to buy the music you can buy it all at markexperience.bandcamp.com we also have a constantly growing collection of merch at redbubble.com slash people slash mark dash experience where you can buy posters and shirts and stickers and all that if you want to support your favorite editor and musician you can head over to my coffee account at coffee.com slash Jamie Remy. That's spelled J-A-M-I-E-R-E-M-Y. Mark Experience can be located basically anywhere podcasts exist now, so you can listen wherever's easiest. See you next episode!